0: my name is jenny and i'm a wife and mom raising two kids but i used to live a more glamorous life as a tv reporter i was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians so when i said goodbye to tv and hello to motherhood I suddenly discovered what we moms are up against. We live in a world that tells us to be rich and famous, thin and successful. You know, almost nobody says, oh, hey, you're a mom? That is fabulous. But you are fabulous. And I'm here to tell you why.
1: It's Channel Mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you.
0: Yes, we are here for you. And uh, I'm hoping there's a reason that we are here today. I feel very strongly that there's a ton of media out there that forgets about the mom, that forgets about the family, that forgets about giving you good advice and encouragement for your lives as moms, as dads, uh, as members of a family. You want your family to thrive. Who wants their family to fall apart? And yet, you know, Something like 50% of families in America end up falling apart at some point or another, and nobody wants that. And by the way, I'm not a perfect person. We all have occasional issues in our families, but we want to be here for you to help you with your family. Okay, so today we have what I consider a fascinating guest. He is up to something truly new. And uh, let me tell you a little bit about it first before we bring him on. We're going to play a little bit of music. I'm going to tell you where I'm coming from on this topic so you're not scared away if you're somebody uh, who doesn't necessarily look to God in your life. Here is what I believe about today's interview. Whether you follow God or not, whether you sort of follow him or call yourself a sold-out believer, there is something new on the market that might truly deepen your heart's understanding of who the God of the universe is and how he sees you. I think a lot of people run away from God and quote-unquote religion because it comes at them with legalism and judgment and uh, references to, to laws and ways to be that, that feel unloving to them. And we have a gentleman who's about to be on here in a, in a few minutes who has made an effort— to make the Bible fresh in a new way that people maybe have never heard before in their lives. This way may be something that you've never tapped into. And I'm really excited to interview him because I have a heart for for every mom, and and I pray to have that heart because I could be judgmental, I could be critical, I could be divisive, I could say, well, you're not like me, so I don't want to help you. I want to help every mom. I mean, what kind of a Christian am I if I'm not willing to give every mom a cup of cold water? If I'm not willing to part with some of my typical Christian easy way of saying things and say, hold on a second, I'm going to talk your language. I want to see how I can help you and love you from where you're at. And this is why I chose to do this interview today, because I really want to bless people and to help people and to understand people who are not there yet. And I think the author does as well. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, His name is Brian Simmons. His wife's name is Candace. They have been described as true pioneers in the ministry world. Uh, Brian himself, for the last 40 years, has been a linguist, a pastor, a missionary, a speaker. And now he's going to bring all those gifts together uh, as he leads uh, to this translation work, as he talks to us about the translation work for the Passion Translation. Now, I'm going to let Brian explain what that is. I understood the passion to be the passion of Christ, what he did for us when he came to the earth. But uh, I'm wondering if I'm ignorant. (laughs) So I'm hoping that Brian will set me straight. We want to welcome Brian Simmons to the Channel Mom Show. Welcome, Brian. Hello, Jenny. How are you? I'm great, and thank you for creating this new translation of the Bible. Both Jorge, uh, my producer, and I are nodding with interest because we think, oh, yeah, I'd like to get a hold of a Bible that meets me in the 21st century that maybe I can share with my friends who, who don't believe in God at all, who might who might see God in a new way through this translation. So so tell me exactly what you're on about with the Passion Translation, please.
2: Well, it's just like its name, the Passion Translation You know, we're in a culture and a world that that thrives on passion, sports, family, religion, and it's the passionate that succeed. So God has a passionate heart. He created emotions. He made every one of us as emotional beings, and that can't be denied. But translations, sadly, have filtered out the emotive context, the emotive passion at times of God's Word. So we're doing our best to, to release it in a very contemporary and relevant way.
0: I mean, that's important stuff to, to, to consider that maybe folks need a fresh view of God. It's not, it's not that you're changing the Bible. You're, you're just taking a fresh approach. And so explain to folks uh, who may be listening today who are either You know, avid readers of the Bible and they follow uh, Christ, they follow God, they consider themselves Christians. And then also some folks who may be tuned in today who are not there at all. What moved you to do this and how you did it? I know you've, you've, you are working with the Aramaic text and and you're bringing in um, new ways to uh, explain old translations, but you're not changing the Bible. You're you're just bringing to light what you call kind of a more emotional side of the text, something that maybe I think even women, that's one reason I had you on. I think moms are really going to resonate with this translation. Tell folks how you did it and what moved you to do it, please.
2: Well, the Passion Translation began really when God spoke to my heart about five years ago And he spoke very clearly, said, I want my word to be brought to this generation with passion, with the fire of my love, the language of romance, so that I could shift the hearts of people that read my word, so that they would love me. And I, I really believe with all my heart that God is a passionate, loving God, and in no way would I filter out or change or deflect the Scripture's that speak uh, of all of God's components and its character and attributes. But what about the love language? If we want to have God's Word in every language, what about the language of love? So we're doing our best to restore the uh, poetry, the nuance, the flavor of the text, without changing it, without uh, making it say something it doesn't, but bringing it out just like the early Uh, Hebrew readers of the Bible years ago, or early Christians would have read it in 100 A.D., 200, 300 A.D. We want to have that kind of triggered impact in our heart when we read the Scriptures today. So that's the real impetus, that's the real passion behind the Passion Translation.
0: Yeah, I really want this to be a blessing, because of course, in our ministry to moms, and and we invite every mom, To listen to us because we help them on everything from parenting to, to uh, you know, divorce to uh, marriage uh, and and so on. That we get very practical on this show. So I'm sure there are women who listen who don't necessarily follow the God of the Bible. And and I love that you're saying you know what I'm I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to say why don't you try this? Why don't you try this this new way of seeing the Bible? The Bible's not different. It's just a new way of translating it. And 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 I commend you for that. Uh, When we come back after the break. We're going to play a song from the new Passion CD, which doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Brian's new book, but I thought it went very well. There's a new CD out there called The Passion. You're going to know probably most of the artists. But when we come back, we'll play that song and then we'll ask Brian about some specific ways in which he wants people to understand how God loves them that they may have missed in their past readings of the Bible. When we return with Channel Mom.
1: If you are a mom who wants your kids to grow up and love going to the dentist, then I have to tell you about Pediatric Dental Group of Colorado. As a one-time patient myself, and now the mother of patients, I know firsthand they understand the unique needs of children, especially when it comes to the subject of dentistry. Dr. Strange and Dr. Cathers not only care about making the dental visit fun and rewarding, they also strive to help children learn to be good dental patients. They do this by coaching the child and the parent, encouraging good oral health care, and providing high-quality, Dental treatment. This is accomplished in a fun and child friendly atmosphere. All of the pediatric dentists and orthodontists have two years of additional training beyond dental school. They are board certified and specialize in the dental care of infants, children, and young adults. The dental team is uniquely qualified to take care of your child. During their dental visit, the Pediatric Dental Group is proud to have locations in Arvada, Wheat Ridge, Lakewood, Lafayette, and Evergreen. You have to find out more, and you can do so at pediatricdentalgroupco.com.
3: These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion (laughs) and purpose. To good old intimacy. <sighs> what are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit mary-well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works.
0: Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90, FE0051. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author.
4: His wind and mercy When all of a sudden I'm unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory And i realize just how beautiful you are And how great your affections are for me And oh, how he loves us all oh,
0: Crowder, there, David Crowder. That is from the new CD called The Passion. And I thought it went very well with our interview today about the new translations of the Bible, the Passion Translation by Bible translator Brian Simmons, who's making a real effort to help 21st century folks understand the love language of God in a new way, not by changing the Bible. But by changing the way in which it has been translated, and I and I'm fascinated by this, because I, I do think, and and Brian, I want to see if you agree with this. I think we live now in a culture that uh, in some ways, just about as many people reject God and and Christianity in the Bible as accept it. And I think a lot of that rejection comes from two things. And that is pain. So so they, they'll refer to the Old Testament and say, you know, God wiped out children and families, and he was a cruel God, and, and so they'll lean on their own pain to say that God is a painful God, or maybe their own loss, or education. They'll say we're just too educated or scientific now to believe in that God. And, and I'm, I'm wondering, A, if you agree with that, but B, how this translation is going to come in and repair some of the damage done by those things.
2: Well, I totally agree with, your perception and I really believe that the the heart is the answer not the mind and so many times we come to God and expect to intellectually comprehend and understand when you just can't understand somebody so fascinating so extravagant so amazingly different than we are but yet our heart can embrace and absorb that passion that emotion of his love for us so we're doing our best to bring the poetic flavor of God's passionate love, fiery love even, that just astounds us. We get many reports of people that have read this and have just broken down in tears. They just have never received that deeply the love of God, and it's coming unfiltered. It's coming just raw right out of the can, directly into our heart, heart level, heart deep. So we've chosen vocabulary and language. Like here in Psalm 63, uh, I'm lovesick for you. In this weary wilderness, I thirst with the deepest longings to love you more, with cravings in my heart that cannot be described. Such yearning grips my soul for you, O oh God. See, you just can't escape a terminology like that.
0: No, no, and I, I think, man, we live in a world that looks for those things in all kinds of other ways, um, and 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 they forget to look to God for those things. You know, the thing, the thirst there that's being described. Um, Just tell people in a practical sense, what are some of the translations? Which books of the Bible so far do you have out there in this Passion Translation?
2: Well, my favorite book in the Bible is Song of Songs. I began with that five years ago. It's now in the Passion Translation, Divine Romance. Then we have uh, Poetry on Fire, the Book of Psalms, Proverbs, Wisdom from Above. We've done John, Eternal Love, Luke, and Acts in one volume. We call it To the Lovers of God and Paul's letters from heaven. And uh, just before the call here, I, I was working on Romans chapter 2. So Romans is the next book uh, coming out.
0: Yeah. Where do you come from when it comes to faith in God? Clearly, you've been serving him for 40 years, but but I like to hear people's background um, and maybe your own pain or your own struggle where you've had to come to understand that this is a God who loves you, um, and you haven't rejected him. Is is there something that people should know about your story that lends to this translation?
2: Yes. I I came from a broken home. I was a hippie on drugs, Ah. strung out, and uh, in deep trouble. As a 20-year-old, I encountered uh, an experience with, with Jesus Christ. I encountered his love. I was won over in an instant dramatic conversion And uh, from that point on, uh, I married my childhood sweetheart, and we went into the mission field for years in the jungle and uh, pastored in in New England. And uh, now we're living here in Wichita, Kansas, caring for our aged parents. So that's been an amazing journey we've been on, just like uh, the listeners.
0: Yeah. Thank you for telling me that, because there was probably a transformation in your life. If you were a hippie on drugs— and then something about the love of Christ completely changed you, that you wanted to go serve people overseas.
2: Absolutely. And I never forget the first time I saw Les Miserables in Broadway. I sat there and cried as an adult man, totally broken by the emotion and passion. Mm -hmm. And I said, why can't God's word come to people's hearts this way? And I think really the vision was kind of born there in that theater, Uh, on Broadway, to really bring the emotion of God's heart and of his love to broken people like like me and you.
0: Yeah, we all are broken. What do you think we're missing, Brian? Because it it makes my heart ache. I grew up in a very educated family, um, most of whom would not say they follow the God of the Bible. Um, I, I keep wondering to myself, what... What are they missing and what am I missing and trying to tell them? Um, Because to me, when you say it's the passion translation, I get that. Because on my very best days with God, I think this love is incredible. There's nothing like it. And that he would come in the form of a human and do the very thing that none of us want to do, which is to die. That he would come and die on our behalf for all the awfulness and evil in the world to get to rid it, you know, the world of it, to have that kind of justice that's paid for. That, that to me is the most beautiful love story. And yet people resist it in their education, in their pain, in their resentment, and the, the, the false things they've been told about the Bible. I mean, when God said to you, I want you to reach people with a new translation so they understand my love. What do you think he sees and what, what do you think he wants people to know that they're missing?
2: Well, I think the missing piece is the Father's heart. We we all come from different backgrounds, and some have uh, wonderfully had a, a loving Father, but many have not. So this Father wound is in the hearts of many, so we tend to view God, our Father, in that same light. God is love, and He sent the King of love, Jesus Christ, to the earth, and He so loved the world that He offered His Son as that love gift, a sacrifice on Calvary for us. So, It's truly the greatest love message that's ever been told, and I think the more we allow God's love to be in that package that we offer to people, the more uh, we're going to come in contact with God Himself, our Father, our loving Father.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, Brian, that's what people are yearning for. You've been overseas, but when you come back, I'm sure you go through a little culture shock. I mean, when people are you know, making videos and being on YouTube and going after, you know, the dream of being multimillionaires and and trying to drive fast cars and live in big houses. Really? They just want to be loved. And they figure if they can reach some kind of status that that's going to bring it to them. But it always ends up being not enough because I believe and you do too, that there's a God-shaped void in there that can only be filled by the love of God, Right.
2: We have to come back to our Father. We have to come back to the One who put His fingerprints on every human being. His divine fingerprints are upon our lives. He formed us, made us, watched over us through our our growing up and through our youth. And now He has a plan, a purpose. And as a loving Father, what better thing could we do except just follow Him, take His hand, and and be led by Him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We are talking to Brian Simmons, who has taken on a new translation called the Passion Translation of the Bible, specifically to help people in the 21st century understand God's love in a way they may have been resistant to in the past. I urge you to give it a cr- try or or to give it uh, to somebody during this Christmas season who maybe would never consider God but, but might be open to this new love language that Brian is bringing to us. Um, Brian, is, is, is there another segment that you, that you feel you might want to read that expresses the new way in which God has you um, writing? Not You're not redoing the Bible. We're not suggesting you're changing the, the true meaning, but that you've got a new mm-hmm. translation that might resonate. Is there, is there another favorite passage you have that, that poetically or emotionally describes God's love in the Bible?
2: Well, check it out. It's Psalm 139. I'm kind of hooked on the book of Psalms. Listen to this. It says, You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book. You know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I take before my journey even begins. You've gone into my future to prepare the way. And in kindness, you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a father's blessing to me. Yeah, I
0: mean, if we really took that at face value, it would change everything. Um, even I, as a believer, don't always take that at face value. I'll do, I'll do the. Well, but what about this God, and what about that, and what about this failure or pain or whatever? Um, but I think he's, he's all. I know he's always faithful in the end. Um, how do you break through people's resistance with this new translation, Brian?
2: Well, we encourage them to read it. You know, we just say, just read it. Take, pick it up, read a chapter, and you determine yourself. Is it God speaking? Is it the Word of God that's piercing your heart, breaking you open, speaking love into you, or, or not? And we're finding just radical responses, people and pastors and uh, scholars and uh, people who just are lovers of God, yeah. and people who are just curious, they all email me every day and just say to me, I, I've never in my life picked up the Bible and it's made such sense to me. So keep it up. So we plan on doing that.
0: Yeah. Now I, now you're talking in that um, example, that set of examples about people who are already believers. Have you had any emails from folks who, who really had resisted the Bible and resisted God uh, who were changed by the way in which this translation translated for them?
2: Well, I have the most amazing story that just came to me today. A, a woman's father is um, in hospice. She went to visit him and just began to read from the Passion Translation. Tears streamed down his face, and he says, I want to know this God. And uh, this wonderful woman was able to bring her, her father into living faith, into <laughs> faith outside of himself, into God, and... and uh, my, on Facebook, the responses to this have just blown up. Yeah. It's been crazy.
0: Isn't that, what, isn't that what you wanted? And isn't that what you feel like God was calling to you when you heard him say, I want you to translate this for this generation, that, that a man who's dying in hospice, who's resisted God, could finally say, you know what, I want to know this God. I want to know him. I mean, isn't, isn't that what you got when you first heard heart, God's heart for you to, to, to come up with this passion translation?
2: absolutely and i think of wayward kids i think of teenagers young adults that just have no room in their life right now for god have no interest at all but when they pick this up and begin to read it something resonates it's it's relevant it speaks their language it's not street level but it's heart level and it just really uh, overwhelms and so uh, you know if, if i sound like i'm passionate about it please forgive me but it is a It is the word of God, and he wants us to hear his heart and to receive his love.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you're a former hippie. Um, What probably seemed like sort of uptight and old school to you when you were in your hippie drug days um, suddenly became very relevant, and that's what you want for everybody, yes? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Um, By the way, I also married my childhood sweetheart. I've known my my husband since I was uh, in nursery school, so you and I have that in common. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, congratulations on <laughs> yeah.
0: that. Yes. How long have you and Candace been married? Forty-three years. Oh, congratulations! We've got a ways to go. We're only at twenty-five, but uh, <laughs> it's it's a neat thing to know somebody basically your whole life, isn't it?
2: Oh, it's tremendous. You uh, you kind of start as friends, and that's always the way for a relationship to start. As friends.
0: Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. All right. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left. So so tell folks how they can find you, how they can order the book, how they can maybe chat with you uh, on social media. Just go ahead and tell folks all the ways they can connect with the, pan- the Passion Translation, Brian.
2: Oh, I'd love to. Well, you know, we, we all live online, so facebook.com forward slash Passion Translation. And then be sure to hit like, and you will be uh, given just all kinds of opportunities to hear my personal uh, story, testimony. We put up scriptures, progress on the translation, and lots of community is being built right there on Facebook. Of course, on Twitter, it's TPT Bible, and um, uh, my um, um, uh, the best web page to go to to really investigate the Passion Translation. Just put in passiontranslation.com, dot okay. com, and that will just open up all kinds of portals for you to go through and look at some videos and descriptions of what we're doing and uh, You'll get to
1: meet me.
0: Yes, yes, and you are a, a wonderful person, I can already tell. Um, so passiontranslation.com. It's Brian Simmons, who's done this amazing new translation of, of the Bible, the Passion Translation, that can really resonate with 21st century folks. Um, and Brian, when we tweet about you and when we like you on Facebook from Channel Mom, be sure that you uh, favorite us or something, so, so your folks can learn about our folks as our folks learn about your folks. That would be- Oh,
2: absolutely, when we leave the program I will just put an article up there to make sure they get onto your page.
0: Wonderful. We're going to air your show this Friday but I'll, but I'll let you know about that. Um, and and we are currently airing on Friday. So wonderful. Brian, thanks so much for being on Channel Mom and thank you for what you're doing through the Passion Translation. Thank you, Jenny. Alright, take care. Alright, we'll be right back to tell you about what's coming up next week to help a precious group of mothers out there.
4: Hi us, oh, oh how he loves us how he loves us oh.
0: Hi this is Jenny and I want to introduce you to my friend Michelle Walters. She's a mom to three kids so she understands that when you buy a home you want a place where your family can build beautiful memories. As a real estate broker, Michelle can help you find the place you love coming home to, the right home at the best price. Whether you want to buy or sell, start your home search with Michelle Walters at SuburbanDenverProperties.com. You can also find Michelle's weekly blog, The Thinking Mom, on ChannelMom.com.
3: These days, couples will work for just about anything, from communication to companionship, from fun to love, from passion (smack) and purpose. (laughs) The good old intimacy. What are you willing to work for? For a better marriage, come to a relationship workshop sponsored by the Colorado Healthy Marriage Project. To learn more, visit Mary-Well.org or call 720-488-8888 because relationship education works.
0: Funding provided by U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, ACF Grant 90FE51. Any opinions, findings, and conclusions are those of the author. We've got some help for single moms, single parents who just want to be understood coming up with our next channel mom next week. And, uh, we just want to thank you for all you do to raise your kids. Well, God bless you. Have a wonderful evening.
1: Thanks for listening to channel mom with Jenny Dean Schmidt, find podcasts, clips, blogs, and contact information at channelmom.com.